Hey everybody, it's me, Cece. Happy Saturday and welcome to the show. Uh, You guys really enjoyed the last uh, podcast on Marty McMillan, so we decided to do another story uh, about another person named Lena Bruce. But first, let me say hello to my special guest again. Michael is in the house. Hey everybody, how you guys doing? Um, Thank you, Cece, for having me. And um, I want to ask a quick question before we get to the story. Um, Do you mind if I be a host on your show multiple times? You already are. Hey, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Anytime you want to come, you're always welcome back. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Okay, guys. So Lena Bruce is a 21-year-old black female, and she was the first person in her family to attend college. And the reason why I wanted to do this one, guys, because you never know who's watching you from afar. You just never know. Be aware of your surroundings and everything because you could be going somewhere and not knowing that somebody's watching you. So try to change up your routine from time to time. Even if you it's stuff that you have to do on the daily, just switch it up, right, switch right. your routes. Right, switch your routes up, switch your stuff up. Everybody watch their surroundings. And let's get back to the story. Okay, so back to Lena Bruce. She's from Boston. Um, she's very ambitious. She was so smart. She got so many offers from Harvard and Yale. Um, she has a best friend named Barbara Eden, who admired her best friend so much, wanted to be just like her. Uh, they're sorority sisters. So she was just a cool young lady, just barely, you know, getting started and trying to go into the right direction. So the two best friends, Barbara and Lena, decided to get an apartment together. Everything was fine. They lived together for a few months. And after a few months, Barbara wants to go out of town, wants a little vacation, take a little one-week vacation, and she was going to be leaving Lena at the apartment. So she's gone, and she's getting all her luggage and suitcase, and she leaves, and she tells her best friend, I'll see you when I get back. A week comes, goes by, she comes back, she's looking for Lena, she doesn't see her nowhere in the apartment. She knows she's there, you know, her car is in the driveway, but no Lena. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go on a trip and you expect when you come back right, for your person or your roommate or whoever you stay with to be there mm-hmm. and to come back to find that she not answering the door or, or something happened. It's, it's a red flag right there just to know by just walking into the house and nobody's answering you. Right, yeah. you're right. Yeah. So um, she kept calling for her, and she ended up knocking on the door. Still no response. So Barbara says, Lena, Lena, and knocking and knocking, still no response. So Barbara ended up going in the room. And when she goes into the room, guys, to her surprise, Lena was tied up, naked from the waist down on her bed. Wow, naked from the waist down, that's, that's pretty brutal and, and crucial to to walk in on the scene like that and right. to walk in and see a friend tied up half naked mm-hmm. you don't know what was running through her mind right you know she scared thought wondering that, is the person still there that's I what just, i was, but, I was just about to say that mm-hmm. um yeah so it's like that's a brutal scene to see and she probably was like scared and ready to see her friend and prior to them like can't see her friend so 
So at 21 years old, Lena is found dead. Barbara goes outside and flags down the police. And when she flags down the police, you know, she got them to come back in the apartment. And to the police surprise, the place was a mess. Even Lena's bedroom was a mess. Detectives asked, is anything out of the ordinary or look out of place? So Barbara's looking around and she said, well, it's soda and beer cans around, but we don't drink beer, neither one of us. So the detectives is like, okay, we're gonna take these soda and the beer cans for evidence. So the detectives also found something which was some condoms, a wallet, and some baby oil. Hold up right there, hold up. <laughs> That's red flags right there. Right. If Did they drink beer? They didn't drink beer at all, she said. Neither one of them. So, that's a red flag right there, so. They drink soda. Somebody had to be in the house if they don't drink beer. Where did the beer cans come from? Right. If it didn't come from them, they didn't drink soda either? No, they did drink soda. Oh, Mm -hmm. the beer cans, though. No, the beer was the red flag. So, what else did you say they found? They found condoms, a wallet, and some baby oil? Baby oil. Okay, so, what, the person threw it out the window, or? They just found it in the uh, apartment. They found it in the apartment or outside the apartment? In the apartment. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, finish. So then, um, so the detective said they're going to take that as a lead or whatever. But when they looked inside the wallet, it was no, it was no ID in there. It was nothing in there, just a little tiny piece of paper. So, you know, they didn't think too much with that. Did the that. paper hold any information on it? or They didn't say that. It just said it was a little paper. Okay. Maybe somebody's phone number was on it or something. Okay. I don't know. So. So it was no identification in it? It just had that one piece of paper in it? That's it. Like, they cleared everything out and just left that in. So, prior to them finding the baby oil and the, and the condoms, right? So, mm-hmm. um, they didn't find any fingerprints on the baby oil or the, or the condoms. They just found it on that one piece of paper, not even the wallet, so... They didn't find no prints on it, on nothing yet. So, okay. Okay. So, finally, they, uh, the detectives notified the parents, and the community also was made aware of the situation. So, the whole town was just scared and in an uproar because now you got somebody on the loose, and you don't know, like, if this person going to try it again with somebody else. So, this is a scary time at this time. Right, right, Also, right. guys, let me remind you, uh, this happened in uh, July 1992. 1992? Yes. Wow. So, the autopsy finally came back, and it was proven that Lena was suffocated and violated. Suffocated. Wow. That's mm-hmm. crazy. So All this that, happened in her bedroom. So, that was the autopsy? Mm-hmm. So, the people that did the autopsy found out that she was uh, sexually assaulted. She was raped and and um, suffocated. Suffocated, like, with a bag over her head or suffocated with a pillow or... They didn't... Like, how was it, like, how did she... They didn't give the detail. They didn't give the detail. They just said suffocated. Okay. Okay. So, I don't know. Okay. So, um, the detectives also seen... When they was checking the scene, that it's a little window outside leading to the alley, and that whoever the intruder is must have came in that way. So they must have came through the window, huh? In the app from the alley, uh huh. So, okay, finish. Okay, so um, 
Also, what was brought to the detective's uh, acknowledgement is that Lena had a boyfriend. So, naturally, when everybody, all their friends, start telling the detectives that Lena had a boyfriend, they wanted to question the boyfriend so they can be able to rule him out. So, they questioned the boyfriend. He was very helpful. And as they found out, it was nothing linking him to her. He was, you know, a perfect gentleman. So, he was eventually ruled out. Also, okay, so the detectives also found at, at the morgue, they also found under her fingernails some skin. They found some skin under her fingernails, and they was like, okay, we're going to be able to try to see what we can get out of this. So the investigator put the DNA into this system called CODIS at the time to find out if it was going to be a match in the database. But it came out, the detectives came out short, dead end again, nothing. So by, prior to them finding the skin under her nails after they did the autopsy, they had no match. So they put it in a database, a mm-hmm. uh, uh, DNA database to figure out. It's called CODIS. Okay, at the time. so mm-hmm. when they put it in there, they found out that nobody in their town added up to the DNA? Well, nobody that was in that CODIS database did it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, finish. So, um, so, like I said, the detectives came up short. So, they thought of something else. Take in mind, guys, this is in 1992. So, they said, you know what? We're going to send letters to all the guys that Lena was cool with and in contact with. And we're going to tell them, congratulations. You, uh, you won some money. Please respond back within a shorter p- period of time. To see about your winnings. So they tried to trick them mm-hmm. to see if they were going to get their DNA. But why they just didn't ask them for their DNA? Because it, because if you ask somebody, if you're investigating a murder and you say something about that, you're going to think that they think you a suspect. But if you know you didn't do anything. But it still can scare somebody. You're right. Might have did something else and you don't want something else coming up. So, yeah. So they, <laughs> they tricked them. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. But Lick, that was very smart of the detectives. It really was because 1992, they didn't have a, they, they didn't have, have like a lot of stuff in those days to prior to what we have now. Mm-hmm. Everything was different, a right. different era from the era that we're in now. So it's like they had different stuff. So it wasn't the same equipment that we have in 2021. You know, right. so. I understand. Go ahead. But for back then, that's pretty smart. Just licking the envelope so you can get that DNA. Yeah, that is smart. Mm-hmm. Whoever thought of that. Yeah. Yep. So hoping to get a match. They hoping and praying to get a match. But unfortunately, another dead end. All the men that she was cool with, friends with, in contact with, they all were ruled out. Wow. So at least they tried to... At least they tried to... Um, see if any of the ex-boyfriends or friends, guys previous that she ran into or had encounters with, and then they had ran into a brick wall, so. Right. Yeah. So, after that, guys, um, so the detectives is getting really frustrated. There's no concrete evidence, and now 20 years has passed by and still unsolved until finally 2014. So what happened in 2014? Okay, so after 2014, <clears throat> they finally found DNA to match 
42-year-old James Ruski. Wow. Mm -hmm. So... 1992 to 2014, he would have been 19, right? He would have been 19 at the time of Lena's death. Okay. And so she was 21? She was 21. Okay. So they made they made him give his DNA, and they found it was a definite match. But what they did was they didn't say, we want your DNA for this murder. They just said they was trying to get the DNA for something else. So how did they get him? So what they did, they brought him... And interrogated him and everything, but they was just interrogating him about that neighborhood to see what he knew about the neighborhood and drugs and stuff like that. So he was just talking, talking about drugs, how he liked to smoke a lot of weed, drink a lot of beer, and uh, have sex with a lot of women. And that's what he was talking about. So they just kept listening to him talk. And then they, they, they finally, the detective brought out a picture of Barbara and Lena and asked him, have you ever seen these women before? Because they live in that neighborhood. And he said, I know Barbara. I've never seen the other lady. And then um, he, the detective said, have you ever had sex with Lena? And he was like, nah, I never had sex with her. Um, I don't know the names of the ladies I have sex with, but she doesn't look familiar. So basically, he's basically um, trying to throw the cops off. Mm-hmm. But... He said he knows Barbara, her best friend, so, the one that went on the trip. Don't they be together? Yeah. So how's he? How does he not know her? He has to see her, right? But he did share with the detectives he likes to be very kinky and he likes to tie women up sexually and stuff like that. So that was a red flag because so basically he didn't tell it on himself. Right. Right. <laughs> But the detective remembers Lena was tied up when they found her the day of her death. And he's saying that he don't know nothing, but he did. You know what I'm saying? Giving out information. And they remember that condom and the baby oil and the wallet that was found? Well, they finally, they went went ahead and retested this with his fingerprints now. And remember, they had no ID in the wallet, but the test came back with his prints on it. So So his prints was on that paper. On that little paper. Wow. Mm-hmm. So he emptied out the wallet and forgot one thing. Mm-hmm. Crucial evidence. Right. Got his butt. So he was finally arrested and charged for Lena's death, guys. And he had been... This is how the detectives and they're figuring everything out. Uh, he had been watching the ladies for a while, ever since they moved in, for months. Oh, so he was watching them mm-hmm. when they first moved into the house. So mm-hmm. he already knew what he wanted to do. So basically... He was just plotting. Right. He was just waiting. Okay. And he noticed when Barbara was going out of town, guys, remember when Barbara went out of town, she had a lot of bags, a lot of suitcase, right. uh, big ones too. So he took it upon himself. Oh, she probably going to be gone for a while. Right. So he took advantage of the situation and ended up coming through the window when he knew Barbara was gone. And then that's how that took place. Right. So he uh, basically was watching one of the friends leave. Barbara. So uh-huh. basically they was testing him and see he say he like the he know the neighborhood like the back of his hand. So basically he know that apartment building like the back of his hand. So he saw her coming out. That was his chance to wait till she leave, wait till his friends leave and then go and attack. Mm-hmm. And he climbed through the window. Climbed through the window, remember that led from the alley. Yep. 
which it led into uh, Barbara's room. And then from there, it, he was able to go through the house so to go to... He was, so he climbed through her window to get access into the house and then go to her room. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So during the trial, James, still lying, saying he had consent with Lena. Wait, 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 wait. You say he had consent, but prior to you saying... In the interrogation room, he, he said... He said his story was totally different. He said she didn't even look familiar. He, he only knew he the other one. Exactly. So... That's why I said now, all lies. So now, All cap, y'all. So now... <laughs> all cap, y'all. Mm-hmm. So now... He's saying to the judge... Because his life is on the line. It was in consent. Mm-hmm. But you just told the detective... Because he knew that they was... Since they was on to him now, he knows now they in trial and everything. Hey, his DNA, you know, his sex, everything's yeah. going to be on him. But you basically, know? you just said that just to say your butt. So, why you didn't say that when, yeah, he, 20 when they years was asking ago. you in an interrogation, you want to say something different. But when you face the judge, oh, it was, come on, man. Right. But look, Crazy. all the evidence is in, you know. So... They got him. Finally, you know, he, he's never getting out. And you know, I'm, I'm glad that it is justice for the family. But it's also a little sad thing with that because her parents, Lena's parents, was waiting all this time for justice. And they end up both passing away along the way of this 20 years. for So they don't even know that the detectives have caught James. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah, but something else nice was done in her honor. A scholarship was sponsored for her death in honor of Lena Bruce. Also, an internship support fund was also in her honor. To uh, was created to give women of color a chance to pursue unpaid internships in honor of Lena Bruce. All this was done for her. Wow, that's crazy, and that's um, that's some great news to to know that he got charged with her murder and put away and he had never ever hurt anybody ever again but it's for everybody this is a great and sad story at the same time so everybody just stay more ahead of the game and stay focused and watch your surroundings at all times watch who you have around your family right and just continue just to stay safe out there and yeah. Oh, and let me also say this, guys. Word of advice for when you guys are traveling. Uh, if you're driving, just put your bags in the car the night before you travel. Make sure you have motion lights that come on in different times while you're gone. And remember, no matter what zip code you live in, don't get tricked into a false sense of security. Keep all your windows and doors locked, especially when you're sleeping. We have to be safe, people. Yeah, she's right. Be more safe and more aware. Check all your doors and windows before you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. If you have anything open, like windows, without like no bars or anything, you have to like close them and just watch your surroundings. If y'all could or if y'all can, y'all get something called a ring or put some cameras around your house just for more protection, um, especially for these ladies. Um, start carrying mace and knives or whatever you, any type of weapon that you can have. It don't matter what it is, as long as it's sharp and it could be a, a fingernail file. As long as it's sharp, 
and you can stab them just to get that person off of you, then do what you got to do. But I prefer pepper spray because pepper spray attack them more. They'd be more unprotected because once you hit them with the pepper spray, they're going to cover their eyes and then you can just hit them in the knee or break their leg or something so they won't have to run after you and run to get help or run to the nearest store or run to the nearest neighbor for help. So, Right. And also, um, guys, when it comes to lurking eyes, uh, predatory behavior or suspicious interferences, you have to know as well as sense it. As you equally responsible for like your well-being as you are Aiming for whatever success, guys, before success being successful came into play, the natural instincts that we've been given was given to protect and guard our well-beings and from these twisted and demented minds that are in this world around us. We got to pray to God for discernment and be aware of our surroundings and what's going on. And it doesn't require magic or practice. Just have a relationship with the Lord Jesus and he will keep you and protect you and keep you safe. And if something is not right, you will get that discernment. You will get that gut feeling, you know, and stuff like that. It's our natural birthright, guys. Yeah, she's right. She's right, 100%. Ask our Heavenly Father to give you discernment to to be more aware of what's around you and what, what um, lies in front of you, you know? So, like we said get weapons, women should start taking gun practice. Oh, yeah. Or um, karate, something just to have them like food because they think that you're going to be weak and they think that they can handle you, but they don't know that you know all these tactics and try to really hurt the person. Make sure that they won't try to get back up and hit you. So, yeah, get a dog. Pet bulls are the most dogs that has the most force and bite. Because once they attack you, it's no letting go. Right. So, canines. Right. And just notice, guys, everyone sometimes has stalkers. Sometimes both genders at the same time can have stalkers. There's sometimes people stalk. Like I said, people of the same sex. It's awkward, but easily never go straight home, guys. And if you have more than one car, switch cars from time to time. If you can, because people sometimes will, oh, okay, she's going to be driving this. But if you switch it up, you another one or whatever. Or just and take they, different routes, like I said. they know mm-hmm. that you, they're probably thinking somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. They'll still probably be waiting Um to see when you're going to come out and you're already gone. Don't even know that you're not even there. So, yeah, like yeah. she said, the same sex can follow you or hurt you. Yeah. They can be jealous. I've been hearing about that a lot, too. No matter who you are, just stay focused and keep your eyes open and always stay aware of your surroundings and your whereabouts. And I wanted to end with this. May Lena Bruce and her parents be at peace together in heaven now. And, you know, just be safe, you guys. Thank you for listening. And if you want to um, learn more about the story, if you don't already know, that's Lena Bruce from Boston, 21-year-old female, murdered. And just stay safe. Anything you want to add, Michael? No, I just want to say stay safe. And like she said, prayers go out to the family. 
prayers go out to everybody that's listening to her best to friend, them. Barbara, definitely, because yeah, she's still alive. Her best friend. Mm-hmm. And um, she was in the sorority set. Mm-hmm. Prayer goes out to her sorority sisters. And, and uh, prayers goes out to the people that's listening to this podcast. And y'all just stay safe. And I want to say thank you again. If I didn't say thank you, I know I say thank you a lot. But you always say thank you. <laughs> I want to. I'm just a thankful person. I, just I wanna see. Say thank you. <laughs> and um, I hope everybody have a blessed, safe Saturday night. And thank you again. And we <laughs> you out. say thank you one more time. Bye, everybody. Have a good one. Thank you, Michael. Bye, bye.